Well, when when do you think was the last episode? Oh, hold on. First of all, welcome to my, my name, name is, is Weezer. Weezer. There's no <laughs> way. Correctly, <laughs> thanks. This is Zoom. Yes. Look, it is a. I was gonna say it's a new year, um, which it is. <laughs> yeah, it's January but it is still. Still January, set slash somehow almost no longer January. Oh, God, we're so close. <laughs> what do you got against January? It's been so long. This has been the longest month of ever. Um, yeah, I mean, it feels like we've uh, been through many years this past month, right? Exactly. There have just um, been so many events. Like, every Wednesday has been a record history breaking moment for some reason like... wednesday was the weekday of the week for january this year new comics day i think that's why <laughs> that's probably it people are excited about new comics so it seems like jen i am looking at it and i think the last episode we recorded came out on april 11th 2019 that would have been what black uh no so this was teal we uh, did no, wait. did we not record anything for black no, we did. We did. We did. Okay. So uh, uh, we did an episode on the Black Album, uh, that which came out March 7th, 2019. Okay. This is all important. It's all staying in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then, we did, then we did an episode on uh, March 14th, 2019, which was Weezerton at the Viper Room. Oh, yeah. And then on April 11th, 2019, we did the Tiny Desk Concert. Right. And then we also finally determined Blue versus Pinkerton. Which oh, is the superior album? That's and I do, I do not remember where we came down on that. A blue one. Blue one. I remember because that's my side. <laughs> I never forget when I win. I'm so glad that your memory is uh, made so much better by your pettiness. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Also, because that was one of my favorite just conversations we've ever had. Yes. Well, I mean, I it was also one of my favorite conversations too. But I was so into our, our breaking it down system. and like ranking and the scoring system. That's right. And how we were like, do we want to do this? Slash, do we have to do this? And the answer, of course, was yes and yes. Um, yep. But I, I just, I just couldn't remember how how it ended. Yeah. Like the drama of it was also great. That I was like, I, I couldn't tell you how it yeah, ended. Yeah. It was. It, oh, that was so fun. Oh, that was. Like right before I moved, like yes. days before I moved. <laughs> well, this uh, there's also a, a a parenthetical on the episode title that says series finale. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> we should never have titled anything that finitely. Well, I think it's okay. I think it's okay for that to be the series finale, and for this to be whatever this An addendum. is. Addendum. <laughs> yeah, and we'll look. We'll have to do another addendum because like. We haven't talked on Mike about any of the Van Weezer stuff. Nope. Um, we even also, though we... when I was in LA in October of 2019, we were going to do a recording and then we just didn't and hung out instead. <laughs> Which was That's right. great. That's right. No, it was, look, it was more fun that way. Yep. 
Because then also but we, we made a we... list. Do you remember the list that we made? No, what was we, the list? And we made a list of things we were going to talk about. Uh, and one of the things was Rick Ocasek's death, and it just said <laughs> DEATH in all caps, like in a notebook you have somewhere. We made a list, and then we just never <laughs> recorded an episode. Should I go find that notebook? If it's in a notebook, then I probably have it somewhere. I no, mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, probably not right now. No. <laughs> but if you find it later, you should post a picture of it. All right, there we was, go. There were a number of things, but that just having death in like all caps block letters is something that like really stuck in my head. Because <laughs> Rick Ocasek had like maybe just died recently. Yeah, that sounds when I right. Was there. Yep. Wow, October of 2019, truly a different world that we lived in. <laughs> Can you even imagine? I mean, the, the, it's, it's obviously, you know, we haven't recorded an episode of this podcast since the pandemic started, obviously. Yep. Um, but, like, it's so funny to think about um, not only the difference between when we last recorded, but the difference between now and when we were first recording these episodes. Oh, God. I mean, that was, it's got to be close to 10 years ago at this point. It was a real long time. I think like eight years ago, I was still living in my first apartment in LA. So was I. Yeah, there we go. We were sitting around your kitchen table. In, Look, this is going like, to be Culver a lot of like City. reminiscing. Jen and I don't spend any time together anymore. Nope. We, so, we talk not infrequently, but we don't. We, I mean, right. I literally haven't seen you since October 2019. So Yes, correct. <laughs> I was supposed to take some trips to LA, but you know. There's a lot I mean, of supposed to's. That's right. That's right. It's been a whole year of supposed to's. Yeah. Um, and so, look, but this, the good thing, I'm going to say it, the good thing to come out of this pandemic, the good thing is that this is now much more normalized. We can do a long distance podcast like this. I can text Patrick on a Friday and say, can we record a, an episode of the podcast this weekend? Can you figure out how to do that? And he can say yes, sort of. Yeah, I, I can say yes, sort of. I can say I'm 90% of the way there. <laughs> and I can say, cool, I'm not helping at all. <laughs> I just uh, have this idea of a thing we should mm -hmm. do. You execute it. Right back to the old dynamic, and I love it. <laughs> I don't carry my weight. It's fine. <laughs> What what wait it's a uh, this is my name is Weezer the the podcast look it's, it's you and me it, yeah it's weightless you and I talking about Weezer is weightless yep we're very good at it at this point <laughs> because um, even when we don't record mm -hmm. this podcast we still talk about Weezer yeah I I mean at this point it's a disease right like when when I see something about Weezer it lights up a portion of my brain that's like. <laughs> You have to pay attention. First of all, you have to pay attention to this uh -huh. nightmare. Second, <laughs> you have to text Jen about it. Yep, immediately. And I don't know about you, but at this point in my life, there are a number of human beings who, whenever they see anything about Weezer, <laughs> text me, yes. which then triggers me texting right. you. Right. So yes. it's, it's just become like beyond just those neural pathways, which now exist in my head. There's yeah, a literal also, network of humans yes, yes. <laughs> who are enabling this behavior. Right. And so I'm not going to say that it's like the will of the universe <laughs> or anything like that that draws us together to talk about Weezer, but like something close, something close <laughs> to that. Not far off. Ugh. 
so what we look obviously we are going to be talking about okay human today the new weezer record um sort of announced and released in the span of a week and a half i'm good with that that's how all things should be these days i mean hilariously it's sort of interrupting the cycle the publicity cycle for van weezer Weezer. (laughs) i know that was kind of it was strange in a lot of ways but the um not like looking at the track list and being like, I don't know any of these songs was very strange because usually yeah. I feel like there would be a single. Out, and there was a single out four days before the album came out or six days or whatever it was. Um, but it was just very bizarre to not have like been listening to one thing for a very long time that ended up on the record. <laughs> yeah, I would say since because like uh, I've been like paying attention to like the lead up, the hype. uh the uh, hype roller coaster for the the record since um everything will be all right in the end i would say before that i wasn't really like plugged into the records before they came out right you know what i mean yeah um so like for all of those records we've had access to like four or five songs before they come out yeah so it's it's kind of wild to just have like nothing to go in mostly blind yeah very strange i mean there were like teases about the title of the album for a long time and and the concept although i don't think the concept is what they think the concept is i don't know if i know what they think the concept is <laughs> I, think I know what think... i think the concept is <laughs> <laughs> what's the concept supposed to be patrick i mean i think the concept is supposed to just be this is like this is their orchestral pop record right oh okay yeah that checks out but it's it's obviously so much more specific than that. Right. Um, For me, yeah, it, it feels a lot of a human brain during a pandemic. <laughs> hmm <laughs> Which, like, it's hard to not have that be a concept of something right now, because that's just where all brains are all the time. Yeah. Until we die. <laughs> no, well, true for, you know, 400,000 400, Americans. <laughs> <sighs> Oh no, Jen. <laughs> I we're gonna not have a whole conversation about uh like what we know about the pandemic so far, what we know about what we should and shouldn't be doing, what like we're we're gonna skip that conversation that we've all had every day for the past three hundred something days. I've decided. I, I mean <clears throat> we can't I, I respect your decision. I think it's a good one. I think um, we have to talk about the pandemic a little bit, but just like not that same conversation, please. Yes, <laughs> yes, no, one hundred percent. You're right because so many of the again we are on we are on Zoom right now. We are uh, communicating from across the country. Yep. Um, and all of those conversations that I have had include an hour of uh, how life is different now. <laughs> Ugh, I'm so over it. And like, me too, but I can't think like, about anything we, else. When do we think it's gonna be back to kind of normal? Have you gotten the vaccine? Have I gotten the vaccine? Like, just I am so. Oh, I'm so but, sick of it. <laughs> yes, but Dane. I mean, for, but also we're all addicted to talking about it. Like, yeah, because not. what the yeah. fuck else is there to talk about? This record, <laughs> which is also about the goddamn pandemic. It is so so about this pandemic. <laughs> which okay, so. I, I initially I was annoyed at the like just put out fucking Van Weezer like you'll tour on it when you can tour on it who gives a shit and then put like 
the sequencing of these uh, record releases was annoying to me just because I was like, <laughs> put out the thing you've been hyping. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It, it, that didn't annoy me so much because I don't know. I don't know how I feel about things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so that's, I mean, how, how we feel about things is a pretty good place to start. Yeah. Um, you, uh, a couple episodes back on My Name is Weezer slash two years ago. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, I have no idea what you're about to say. Well, you, you were like, you know what? I think I'm probably done liking new Weezer. Or like you had given up like the ghost that I there was did. ever going to be Weezer that you were going to like again. I did. Do- Why do I ever say things? <laughs> Especially look, on the record. <laughs> Like, why do I say things that are recorded and that you can go back and listen to and then hold them, hold me to them two years later? That's just recall, baby. You're right. And I remember feeling very deeply that way. Um, but and that was like, I mean, Pacific Daydream had been a thing. Black was a thing. Teal was a thing. Like, it was a yeah. true shit era. Yeah. Ooh, did we? So I know that we had defined the eras at one point. I don't know if we ever like got to defining the post, uh, like rebirth era. I don't uh, think we did. Um, because the true shit era makes perfect sense to me for Pacific Daydream, Black Teal. Yeah. True shit. True shit. Old shit and true shit. Is that how we're <laughs> separating the Ratitude and Hurley from the uh, Black Teal? Pacific Day. Oh, God, I've just like got re angry at how bad Pacific Daydream was. <laughs> it, it's best not to think about it. So bad. The there is one thing on this new record that sends me back to black is <laughs> that the whole thing, when it's doing what I want it to do, sounds like high as a kite to me. Ooh, kinda, yeah. It has a lot of that same energy. I get that. I think, I think this, I think OK Human feels a lot like the intention, like the, the textures of it feel a lot like the intention of a lot of their recent stuff, but just better executed. Yeah, I would say generally better ex- executed. The one, my, my one like blanket complaint for this mm-hmm. record is that it's too samey. Yeah. Um, and a, a lot of that is that they, they do some very good, like, transitions. So the end of one song sounds like the beginning of the next. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it's just, like, they throw the whole orchestra at, at, at everything. Like, the, there's a constant full string section. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. And I, when I was listening to this on the day it came out, which was Friday, um, and we're recording on Sunday, so it's been two days. <laughs> Um, yeah, these are ex- these are expert Weezer opinions after two days. <laughs> two days, um, but I don't know about you, but my point of view on it has changed a little bit in the two days <laughs> that it's been out. But when I but when I was first listening through it, I had to like go back because I everything sort of blended together and I couldn't remember the differences between the songs. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, and I think that speaks to the your comment on sameness. Like it the. I like, I think my general impression is that I like this album. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good, it's, good. It's not a love feeling, but I like it a lot. And there are some songs that I think I can grow to love. 
Um, but the I think you're right. Like it, nothing feels like, especially in that middle. Like after you get past Alu Gobi, and when you then before you get back to here comes the rain. It's like sort of just a muddle of what's happening <laughs> here. Yeah, and like I don't. I like I don't want to I don't want to say that like that's something that I dislike in like a a blanket term because like there is um there are some parts of this that feel like the interconnected parts of songs from a black hole to me yeah um but obviously you know much better produced and with a string section yeah I got that feeling a whole lot especially around like mirror image. That one yes. feels like same songs from the black hole, and then also a little bit like the Future Scope trilogy from Everything Will Be Alright mm-hmm. in the End, just like the way it evolves, and it's so it's so short. That was one of my other observations: is that the songs on this album are really short. Really short. Twelve songs. It comes in at about a half an hour. Yep. Like super short. Some of these songs under two minutes long. One of them is under thirty seconds long. <laughs> Which, which one is that? Uh, everything Happens for a Reason. I'm not even sure I know what that is. <laughs> it's 24 seconds long. You probably don't know what it is. I probably don't. Um, all right. So, so you, you, your feeling is um, you like it, you don't love it. Yeah. Um, you, you, you had texted me. Hold on. Wait a minute. I want to I wanna make sure I have the text exactly right. <laughs> uh, I think you just said... I have feelings about this record. Yeah. <laughs> I have some feelings about this album. I wasn't going to give away the whole, what's the, what's the phrase? Give away the house? Give away the horse? <laughs> give up That's, the Give goat? away the farm. Give away the farm. I wasn't going to give away the farm. That's you weren't going right? to give away the milk when you have to buy the cow for free. I don't know the saying. Yeah, I think I'm not going to give up the farm. Isn't that the Whatever. Anyways, I'm, I wasn't going to give you all of my information in a text message for you the, to then hold against me when we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. I'll hold any information against you. I'm, clearly, as you dragged up my very bland text message to read on the record. I just wanted everyone to know that you had feelings about this record. I which I, f- I feel like that is notable, right? Yeah. <laughs> that you had gotten to a place where you're like, you know what? We know about how the sausage is made. <laughs> We know about his spreadsheets and all this crazy stuff. Yeah. And this is an album that makes you feel again. Well, and what you said, which I thought was a very good observation after all my favorite songs came out, was that it's all about one thing, yeah. <laughs> which is not conducive, like doesn't necessarily say that the spreadsheet method was used or was used in the way that it had been used during the true shit era um, in the same way. Like it, and I think you're right. Like it, it feels like, this this album in general feels more directed <laughs> yeah like it's more it, things feel more consistent and more like cohesive in general um and is that just a function of like having something to say like maybe i, like, I think that's a very good possibility that after years of being like, I don't know, what do we write songs about? Surfing? I've never been surfing. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. And, they, and it does feel like, um, like lyrically, I mean, some of the, there's always going to be some, ri- <laughs> <laughs> there are always going to be some riverisms that I'm just like, fuck yeah. you, dude. <laughs> but. Yes. 
what do you, do you have do you have a favorite uh like Weezerism or uh Rivers Cuomoism on this record? Say Malugo B. <laughs> pretty pretty good. <laughs> like what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> you know? It just yeah. that that's one of them. Um I'm trying to think if I had any others. That's the one that like came to mind the fastest because it's also sitting in front of my face. Yeah, um, there's uh hold on. As a song uh, title. But there I mean it's every song has some of them. Yeah. I mean it, for me most of um Grapes of Wrath, I'm like shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and screens. I hate yeah. screens. <laughs> yeah, screen screens is tough. Um but I think I think for me the most like dude lyric in here <laughs> is um uh from all my favorite songs. Uh, the lyric, I want to be rich, but I feel guilty. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> yeah. That's just something you got to deal with, dude. And that also, just... you are rich. So... You are rich. And you should feel guilty. Yep. I mean, um, I don't think yeah. they're like, feel, they're feel guilty rich, but they're not like wealth hoarding rich, I don't think. I don't know. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Rivers' net worth. Look, we're gonna we're gonna get a good look at uh, at the Cuomo family books, and we're gonna figure out if they're <laughs> donating enough to charity. I think that'd be great. We just do an audit <laughs> into how they're right. living their lives. You this feel guilty? Show me the books. <laughs> we go like hardcore investigative <laughs> journalism. I'll figure out if you're allowed to feel guilty or not. There we go. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, but I, I so th- there's a lot of um, that sort of um, like hypocrisy on this record, and I think in a good way or in like a um, examining all sides of what is frustrating about now. Um, yeah, I when you you texted me, let's see, maybe I'll pull up this the trailer. Yeah, do it this time. Do it. Um, Go to the record. I love it. <laughs> you texted me and said. Um, I cannot deal with the cognitive dissonance of Grapes of Wrath and Screens being on the same album, or same record. And then you said in all caps, CANNOT DEAL! (laughs) And then I said, I'm sorry, were you expecting consistency out of Weezer? And you said, I mean, maybe not, just not blatant hypocrisy. But since I've sat on that a little bit, I actually, I mean, these, neither of these are my favorite songs on, on this album, but... I think, um, in general, having both of those perspectives on this one record doesn't feel hypocritical to me. It feels like the day-to-day life of knowing that you shouldn't be addicted to social media, but also you are, and that's just, like, the reality of, like, the now is that we all know that we shouldn't spend 12 hours a day on Zoom and 15 hours a day because there are now 27 hours in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> watching right. TV like oh, I know I shouldn't be as uh involved in my screens as I am but also what the fuck else is there to do <laughs> and yeah, it... it's like a coping mechanism so I mm-hmm. I feel like the hypocrisy feels like just an examination of the actual human experience of like trying to deal with both of these two sides yeah no and and I do I do agree with that and I said I can't deal I think I can deal <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good. 
I wouldn't want you to not be able to deal. Um, but just to like, uh, you know, sort of like zoom out on uh, that a little bit, uh, you know, Grapes of Wrath is is just about being uh, obsessed with your Audible account, basically, mm-hmm. uh, and and listening to books on tape and being like, I don't care what else is going on. I'm just going to listen to my books. Um, fuck hanging out with people. I'm I'm listening to my books. And then Screens is like, I miss my family. They won't stop looking at their screens. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like both are legit. And mm-hmm. both are feelings that, like, we have all had during this. Yeah. Except for those of us who uh, don't have anyone living with them to pay attention to them anyways. <laughs> Guys, I live alone. <laughs> Jen, I'm so sorry. Very sad during pandemic. It's the way I prefer to live. It's not the way I prefer to die. Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought you said we weren't going to be talking about pandemic stuff. I never promised that. I said we were going to have that one conversation. <laughs> um, you had some strong feelings. I guess, are are we still going broad strokes how we feel about this album, or are we starting to dig into actual songs? Because you had some strong feelings about playing my piano. Uh, yeah, well, playing my piano, I, I, I believe I said that that's where I experienced the most uh, of like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, where it's like, uh, there are parts of it that I'm like, oh, this is interesting. This is cool. And then he'll say something like, um, Kim Jong could bomb the place and I wouldn't know. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> A part of me wonders if like that is specifically because he had so so much success with like the on the White Album. The what song was it? Where it's like the, uh, dropping atom bombs or whatever. Uncle Sam dropped an atom bomb. And like oh, that was yeah. a, that was a good lyric on that song, and this one mm-hmm. feels just like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely a what are we doing here. There's also, you know, like the the moment at the be. There are two like kind of gross parts at the beginning where he's like, my wife and kids are like upstairs, and I haven't washed my hair in three weeks, and it's like <laughs> rivers. Yeah, I don't know. It's a pandemic. <laughs> I haven't gone three weeks without washing my hair, but there's definitely been, like, a week. (laughs) Yeah, well, and there are also uh, times where you're like, hey, I didn't shower yesterday. Oh, or the day before. (gasps) Oh, God. Or the day before that. (laughs) Yeah, I, yeah. It's, uh, my standards for hygiene drop when I'm not going to see anybody ever. (laughs) Yeah. And it sounds like rivers do, too. Except I guess he's with his wife and kids, so yikes. But I guess like the the part of that that is like exciting and accessible to me is like I'm just gonna lock my look. I don't know what else to do. I don't know how to process what's going on. I'm just gonna lock myself in a room and play piano for a while, or like listen to music or you know whatever. Yeah. Um. That is that that I like that. Yeah. Um. Jen, should we try to go through this record track by track? Let's do it listen to a little bit of it talk a little bit about it i don't know how this is going to work exactly but let's just dive right in okay uh to a little bit of my favorite songs all my favorite songs Thank you. 
my favorite songs are slow and sad. All my favorite people make me mad. Everything that feels so good is bad, bad, bad. All my favorite songs are slow and sad. I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay, so we're both grooving on it a little bit. Yeah. Um, is uh, this was obviously the uh the single that came up here. I'm just gonna I'm gonna stop it. I think that's um, the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, you okay? this was the single uh that we we got a couple days before. Um, and seems like a pretty solid thesis statement, right? Yeah. I think it does. I, I thought it was interesting. Um, a lot of these songs are on the slower side on this album, but it doesn't mm-hmm. end that way. Like, I feel like it picks up at the end a little bit. Oh, of, that's interesting. Of the album, which sort of felt like a, um, I don't know, kind of coming out of things. <laughs> um, sure, that maybe there's uh, some sort of like wallowing in whatever's going on at the beginning of this record. And sort of like striving towards something more at the end. That's what it kind of feels like to me. Because by the time you get all the way down to uh, to the last song, uh, which I have a track list, it is La Brea Tar Pits. I'm like kind of yeah. bopping around. It's like yeah, it's like I, fun I, and I, fast. I, which like <laughs> the all my favorite songs part. Like I think that's the right. Like that's it feels like a progression from there through that. Like it doesn't pick up immediately, but it definitely picks up eventually. Yes, uh, and, and I, I I like a lot of the sort of like sad sack lyrics yeah. in this one. Um, I I love slash can relate to uh I I don't uh, I like parties but I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah, all my favorite people make me mad. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. And I I tend to be a person who genuinely likes people most of the time, which I know is not the stance of a lot of people in my life (laughs) just hate people in general um (laughs) which is like fine that's a valid opinion Uh, (laughs) i like people they still make me mad yeah i mean of course they make you mad like people yes yeah yes (laughs) thank you um i'm just i'm validating that experience jen i think that is right i think that is correct i think it is good (laughs) i appreciate that um but it's also like the I, I think it's funny that it starts out with that like kind of slow flute at the beginning. First of all, because it feels like Lizzo made f- flute a thing again, <laughs> so we're gonna pop that right in at the beginning. <laughs> and the whole record is Lizzo inspired. <laughs> Can you imagine a Weezer record that was Lizzo inspired? I mean, don't don't tease the universe, Jen. Like, <laughs> if you say it too many times, it just comes into existence. It's like Bloody Mary. <laughs> Yes. Or, or Beetlejuice. <laughs> you just can't do it. Don't risk it. Oh man. <sighs> um. Yeah. No. I think. I think the the opening little riff is uh cool, and it's got that um, uh, Mellotron like organ under it that is using the uh like orchestral samples before they actually start like using the actual orchestra. And um, and the little riff feels a little bit like um an opening from Pinkerton, kind of. Yeah, a little bit of like a, a across the sea, right? Exactly. That's exactly what I've been referencing. But it, like I know it's different, but in my head the textures feel really similar. Yeah. Well, and there there are a couple times on this record where they kind of drop into that um like lo-fi recording quality. Um 
like at the end of uh no i don't know which one uh maybe end mirror, of mirror image, image. i yeah, think it's the right. end of mirror image yeah um which uh yeah and mirror image is super short and is just like it's chorus three times it's chorus three times and then it goes into that like weird section at the end that you're talking about which is like yeah. the um please help this man please save this man yeah that feels like songs from the black hole right there and i it's, know that uh, because in the pandemic yes. i did listen to songs from the black hole yeah you did <laughs> <laughs> I got bored enough that that was what I did. <laughs> um, I, I also like that uh, all of my favorite songs, uh, all my favorite songs, I'm going to stop saying no, um. all of. <laughs> all my favorite songs, I like that it's, uh, you know, we, we get that opening riff and then goes right into that chorus. Um, you know, I, I love a good Weezer song starts with a chorus like that. You know, let's, let's state the thesis statement of the song right up front. Yeah. Yes, I completely agree. I also think it's funny because it, I feel like this this notion of that thesis statement has been very relevant across a lot of music that's been released in this past year. Like, think about Taylor Swift's last two albums. They're just, yeah. like, sad, slow, quiet. Uh, but they're great. So. Exactly. But <laughs> yeah. that's, like, I feel like that's, this is him saying, hey, everything that's come out, sad, slow, quiet, and that's relevant and okay. Yeah, it's true. It it was not a year for party anthems. No, because who went no. to parties? No, I mean, no one. That's not true. Some people went I to know. parties. I know. They well, know who gotta, they are. They know who they are. Look, they're in TikTok houses or whatever. <laughs> Is there a TikTok house? I mean, there are like houses of TikTok celebrities. Really? Yeah. Why? I hate to break, I hate to break this to you. <laughs> <laughs> this dynamic seems reversed. <laughs> Are you on TikTok, Patrick? No, no. I'm okay. way too old to be on TikTok. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I was confused that you knew about this thing. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yes. Well, I mean, I mostly know about it in, in uh, I read a headline where it's like, these seven TikTok celebrities who all live in a house together in the Hollywood Hills have thrown a party. Maybe and I don't get those because I don't live in LA anymore. Po very possible. That's possible, because I had no idea there were TikTok houses. You've taught me a cultural thing. I hate it. I can't believe that's what I taught you. <laughs> it does seem wrong. That's it. We're ending the podcast this now. Is, this is <laughs> what happens when we're both officially in our 30s. Yes. Yes. True. Well, and I'm, I mean, I'll be saying goodbye to those in just a couple years. <laughs> yep. Oh, over I have the no hill. You can get those over the hill middle aged cards soon. Isn't that horrifying? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was rude. Look, I don't think of it as over the hill. <laughs> I think of it as getting better with age. Like, I remember when my dad was 38. Yeah. yeah. That's how old you are now. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, I, I have crossed the the. The Homer Simpson age, I am as old as Homer Simpson is on The Simpson. I feel like you have a better pulse on how old fictional. This is not. <laughs> I'm about to dig myself in a hole here, and I'm. No, you have to do it now. Dig the hole. Because I remember when you turned 33, and you were like, "I am now the age Christ was." Christ was right. I just realized okay, fictional so fictional. You were dancing around. <laughs> 
Kurt, I mean, Jews yeah. believe that he existed, but was not the Messiah. <laughs> so I guess I'm speaking my... I don't know. It, that got confusing real fast. That's Trying okay. Jen, Jen, it's okay. Simpson. I mean, which has been a more impactful figure in my life? Homer Simpson, for sure. Homer Simpson. 100%. Oh, all right. Uh, no, but I, it's, there, there's an episode of The Simpsons where um, Homer reads like an article uh, about like things that he should have accomplished by age 37. And he like tells Marge like, uh, I, I haven't done any of this and I'm, I'm going to be, or, and I'm 37, you know, whatever. And she's like, you're 38 Homer. <laughs> um, and like, I always, that always made me chuckle, but it's like, yeah, it's Homer is also a time traveler, right? He's from a different era. Um, none of us should be measuring ourselves up against him. And also if you do, you should come out, uh, much better than Homer. Like you don't own a house or like have a family or whatever, <laughs> but you're not Homer goddamn Simpson. Yeah, that's true. Jen, should I'm we listen to the... <laughs> uh, Oh, we've never sold a t-shirt for this show before, but I think... I'm not Homer Goddamn That would be a very good t-shirt, and I think it would sell well. Hashtag Tubby Shark. Yep. Uh, do you think you could wear that shirt to um, uh, Universal Studios and <laughs> go to Simpsons Land? Yes. Although, doesn't Disney own Simpsons now? They do, but, I mean, like, Universal also has um, some, like, Spider-Man stuff, too, right? Do they? They have some kind of Avengers ride or something like that. I don't think they do. Do they? Uh, theme park rides are complicated, Jen. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, I haven't been to Universal in a long time. I was just talking about how I barfed on my 28th birthday. No, that was Aww. 26. On my 26th birthday at Universal. Just recently. I was there like for this that. This week I was, I was talking about that. that. I had, that was before I knew I shouldn't drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, did we drink beer. We drank beer. I had one of those giant Moe's um, yeah. ones. And then I had a whole bunch of ice cream. No, oh, I mean that was that was the real thing. Is that if you go over to Phineas Q Butterfat's uh, Sunday Bar uh, and you order like the just like the standard ice cream, which by the way is a, a deal in terms of money, right? Oh it's like yeah, That's six a bucks lot maybe of ice cream <laughs> for like four pounds. It's like of a pint cream. of ice cream. <laughs> it's so much softer. But the, I mean, I don't think if that would have made me barf in and of itself, but because I now know that, like, drinking beer does not agree mm -hmm. with me, plus that, oh, I was doomed. Anyways, um, yeah. that, that, it's been a long time since I've been to Universal. Um, I, I was at Universal maybe two-ish years ago, um, and the whole time was just thinking about when we were there for your birthday. Yeah, we had fun. We did have fun. Uh, should we talk about the second song on this record? <laughs> You mean you don't just want to talk about my past birthday? I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, 28 was when we went to Disney, by the way. 26 was Universal. Things I remember. Um, yeah, we should talk about the second song. I really like the second song, even though I think that one line is really stupid. Well, let's play a little bit of Alu Gobi. What's playing at the Arrow? Some French noir flick. Don't wanna sit next to humans. I'm agoraphobic. Order up a decaf latte. Spin Gainsbourg tunes. 
gosh darn this cast iron lounger my butt That's a pretty good, like, uh, representative sample of what that song is, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I really like that the the bouncy dun 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 dun. Um, I think that's a really cool riff and feels very at home in strings, which I don't think is true for all of the string riffs. In Correct. This. I agree with that one hundred percent. But I really like it as the texture underneath this. Like he kind of could mm-hmm. be singing anything, and I'd be like jamming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is something that I think Rivers often needs. <laughs> like yeah. something strong enough to carry us through the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like I don't think the lyrics here are bad either. No, like, no, no. There's, it, there's, a, there's a lot of like just kind of wistful longing for the things that you used to do. Um, mm-hmm. The most mundane things, getting a coffee, seeing what movie is playing at <sighs> the, the theater near you. Oh. Um, I know, I know. For for whatever reason, uh, that uh, I, I forget what the name of the theater is that he refers to here. Um, but it makes me. It just makes me think of seeing movies at the Vista in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Patrick. The other yes. day, I was. I almost texted you because I think it was like maybe last Friday, not two days ago, but the week prior. I mm-hmm. was like sitting in my house and I was thinking to myself. The thing that I wish I could be doing more than anything else in the goddamn world right now is sitting at Veggie Grill with you and Sarah before, and maybe Ryan too, before we go see a movie at the Arclight. Holy shit. (laughs) Like, it's what a mundane thing, but also... Like literally anything else in the world, I was like, no, that's this is what I want to be doing. This is the one thing. (sighs) Wait, wait. Were you there the time that we were at that uh, that sushi place that's right by Veggie Grill, and we were sitting next to Doug Benson at the bar? No, <laughs> that sounds fun. That, that was sushi it. That's the whole memory. Fun. I don't. I don't think it exists anymore. Oh, that's not shocking. I feel like a conveyor belt sushi place would have a hard time during COVID. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's a weird ask at most times. It's yeah. an impossible ask during COVID. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, but so yeah, I I I like uh, I I also really like the song. Um, the uh bouncy string riff starts at the end of uh my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool. Uh, it's it's cool, but it's also that leads to the like kind of sonic mushiness of the beginning of this record. Yeah, uh, it's funny because I remember hearing. I mean, I listened to all my favorite songs when it was out prior to the album, and I always thought that ending was like a little strange like when it when it lives as a single but it's supposed to be mashed up with something yeah it's that's a a a weird little effect but in reality it's just because they're sacrificing the individuality of the songs to make them all one sonic soup yep sonic soup sonic soup (laughs) yum uh oh man also just that uh uh the, the the lyrics of the chorus here i'm just gonna uh read them down um, I, I'd rather be a man on a mission. Oh, 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 my God. What's happening to me walking down Montana? Whoa, oh, 
same old dull routines, same Alu go be walking down Montana woe. <sighs> yep. That's what it is. That's yeah. that's the feeling. Like even I think it's I think this like same Alu Gobi is like a weird line, but it also is like I'm sick of all the delivery places I get food from these days. Like yeah. it it's right. <laughs> it's just yes. a very specific dish. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean he's he's living in the specificity of of all these things as we're about to get to in uh, Grapes of Wrath, which is just name dropping book titles. <laughs> He's like, haha, I know books. <laughs> you think I don't know books? I know I books. I know books. I went to Harvard for a little bit. Yep. <laughs> um so well speaking of, should we get into uh Grapes of Wrath? Yeah, let's do it. My breathing, it's so nice, it's like a blanket on my life. Let me stay here for forever in this state of classical denial. Cranking Mrs. Dalloway, Moby Dick trip on a whale. He's kinda just like me, we're thirsty for the deep. I'm gonna rock my title name dropping is hilarious to me yeah like it's because they're they're all like reading list books (laughs) not like books that people read for fun but books you read because you've been assigned to read them yeah i mean we're talking mrs dalloway moby dick grapes of wrath 1984 uh... (laughs) like it's just and those are actually that's all those are all the ones he drops. Uh, yeah, that's he, good. He references I mean, other ones, but mm-hmm. those are the ones that get name dropped. I also have a question for you, Patrick. Ooh. Do you think the song is sponsored by Audible? So, okay, that is a great <laughs> question. And whether it is sponsored by Audible or not, we have all been exposed to too many ads for Audible <laughs> to hear the name of that service and not think, ah, this person is paid off by Audible. <laughs> yep. Um, like we've said it enough times now in this episode that we should reveal that we are brought to you by Audible. <laughs> Audible. <laughs> Listen to books when you don't feel like reading. <laughs> that's, that's right. Listen to books because your reading muscles have atrophied. You can no longer use them. <laughs> can you see things anymore after staring at a screen for 12 hours? Me neither. Yeah. Listen to Audible. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> Honestly, though, I find myself these days, like, I'll be, I'll go to bed with the intention of reading a little bit before I go to sleep, but then I just yeah. stare at my phone until I'm too tired to do anything else, and then I put my phone down and fall asleep and do not read. Yeah. I'm, I've been, like, actively trying to read and also giving myself permission to read whatever, like, I want to read. Oh, I'm rereading um, Harry Potter for the seven millionth time. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the book that I can't bring myself to put my phone down and read. 
<laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> where where are you right now? In the third book. Third book. Like, that's a, a good one. The, a third, third of the way a good through one. the third book. Yeah, it is a good one. It's one that I like a lot, but I it has not helped my issue of. It's one of my favorites. I would call it my favorite of the like early era of Harry Potter. Yeah. They it, like splits after the fourth, but I can... yeah, it becomes a different series, right? <laughs> right. So it's the third and the sixth are my favorites. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah. You're um, giving yourself license to read whatever you want. Yes, I was saying. giving myself license to read whatever I want. I was gifted uh, a book from Ryan for uh, Christmas, and I was also gifted a book from Kelly for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've read like 100 pages of the Ryan book, and I haven't started the Kelly one yet. And they're both like, you know, they're both like real books. Uh, and, and like, they're not fake uh, books? They're not, they're not fake books. They're not books intended for children. So. <laughs> Man. Um, I know books intended for children are so much easier to read, <laughs> like Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter. Um, also, this week I read uh, Justina Ireland's um, Star Wars High Republic uh, junior novel, which is obviously intended for uh, like children. junior high school high school students. Mm-hmm. It's called A Test of Courage or something along those lines. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, it took me the just a couple uh, sittings, um, and I finished it and i was like i accomplished something so i felt really good about my reading good. Of a book intended for children good i you know what i think we give we have to give ourselves credit anywhere we can these days yeah so yeah, good I for agree. you i'm proud of you for finishing that book thank you now i have to uh read the real books too i mean you don't have to no but i should i feel i, I I feel accomplished when I do it, which is in okay. itself is a, an, an illusion. So, the lies we tell ourselves. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Sometimes it's just better to tell yourself a lie than face the truth. <laughs> which is uh, part of the message of this song, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how many times we can just like take a swan, a swan dive into darkness. <laughs> on this podcast look we're just being led we're being led along by this record and i think the fact that we are nosediving into darkness over and over again means that that's where this record lives all my favorite conversations are slow and sad (laughs) all my favorite podcasts make me mad (laughs) this is taking me back to the kick days (laughs) feels like too much to get into right here, uh, Jen and I used to do uh, an improv show called Dog Condom Inside Cat, where we would talk about things that were genuinely upsetting or troubling to us, uh, and then would try to do funny scenes based on it. Yeah. Um, the I whole goal it... was to lose the audience completely yep. and then get them back at some point. <laughs> we didn't and I would always say that... succeed. No, that's true. We did not always <laughs> succeed. <sighs> uh, okay, so... This song. <laughs> How do you feel about Grapes of Wrath? I It's not one of my favorites, which is a bummer, because I feel like this is where I, I told Patrick one of my early feelings is that this album is a reverse bell curve for me. Like, I like the beginning mm-hmm. and the end, but it dips a bunch in the middle. And this is where that starts for me. Um, it's like, it's catchy, but I think this is one of those ones that suffers from too much orchestration, like you were talking about before. Like, I yeah. think it would be a better song if it was simpler. Yeah, one 100%. Um, 
um, that it doesn't it doesn't land a texture that is like conducive to the orchestral setting. Like yeah. it just it just isn't really there. Um, the I think that the chorus is compelling, uh, not lyrically, but just like melodically. That uh, da 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 da. Like it's I don't know. Like I I I think that's I like the melody. I wish he wouldn't say. I rock gonna rock my audible. There's something so lame about that. Well, and no one uses headphone as a verb. Yes. That bugs yes. me a lot. Um also when he says drift off to oblivion, I I definitely hear jerk off to oblivion. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like the texture of that phrase though. Like I like the the yeah. cadence of that one. I don't love the I just don't care. I just don't care as that like refrain because yeah same but also like we should care like yeah yeah it's it's a tough one because it does uh someone just like repeating i just don't care i just don't care um makes me think of that melania trump jacket yeah the, uh, i don't really care do you um which was just her like, mission statement as first lady 100 percent. she just got a, a jacket with her mission statement painted on the back of it which we should all do. I, of course, have a jacket that says, I'm not Homer goddamn Simpson. Is that what it was? I'm not Homer fucking Simpson? I'm not was Hom- it? No, it was, I'm not Homer goddamn Simpson. <laughs> and I think, I think goddamn is better than fucking in that scenario. I think so, too. It, it, it makes it more uh, of a mouthful. Yeah. Homer goddamn Simpson. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the, what, oh, the, there's a part in here about... Um, the the 1984 part um because battling big brother feels more meaningful than binging zombie hordes um so it's it's a weird like thesis statement here of like he's he's binging the classics um but not like is binging zombie hordes is that just like he's not reading like uh you know zombie fluff yeah it sounds like that like Listening to Audible is his way of combating the like stupidity he feels for watching popular TV, right? Mm, yeah. Or I mean, zombie hordes could also be referring to us, to like you, not you and me specifically. <laughs> we like are humanity. zombie hordes. We are. True. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right. That's good. That's good. I, I posed the tough question, <laughs> <laughs> and I gave up on it immediately. That's perfect. Um, speaking of giving up immediately, should we move on to numbers? <laughs> yeah. I like numbers. Me too. I think numbers might be the best song on the record. There's always a number that'll make you feel bad about yourself. You try to measure up, try to measure up to somebody else. Numbers are out to get you. Numbers are out to get you. Say that you're too short to join the team And your IQ's too low for poetry Numbers are out to get you Numbers are out to get you Numbers Ooh, I hear the
this is one where the texture totally works to me. Mm-hmm. Where like I <clears throat> I can't imagine this as a guitar song or as like a piano song. Um, it just needs the strings and oh man, it yeah. just really works for me. Yeah, it feels like it feels like if it was simpler, it wouldn't pack the same like kind of emotional punch it does. Yeah. And it like having that like really big heavy like giant orchestra underneath it just feels like the right amount of emotion. Um I also was just reading on Weezerpedia um that this is like he says this one is uh, a song that just fell out of him in a really emotional moment and I think you can feel that in it. Yeah. Like it just yeah. it doesn't feel and I, I think that that harkens back to the point that you made earlier which is like this this album feels like he had something to say again. Yeah, and I totally. Think, I think that's right. And not, I mean, this isn't even one that's like specifically about the pandemic. This is literally about Rivers reading a chart, like reading music charts and seeing that he had bad numbers. <laughs> like it's a yeah. little, it's like shallow a little bit, but it's, it's like the emotion is bit. real. It, yes, the the emotion is real, and like the sentiment of like you can't measure yourself against anyone else, like. The there there are universal numbers out there, but those are not your numbers. Yep. You know, like um, there's uh, something very uh, sort of like comforting and assuring about that. Um, and you know, like it's it's funny to break it down to. They say you're too short to join the team, and your IQ is too low for poetry. But like, there's all of that sort of um, like people will try to judge and like figure out what you uh, are capable of and what you should be doing. Um, and just, you know, sort of feeling the, the crushing weight of that. Yep. Yeah. I really like that line. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's, and, and it's, it's again, uh, Rivers living in the specificity of it, right. Uh-huh. Um, that, uh, feels so, it is immediately ex- <clears throat> extrapolatable to, uh, a more general like experience of, of the world. Yeah. Yep. Completely. Yeah, it's a good one. I, I don't have a, a ton of it. I, and I think there's like not as much to talk about with this one just because like it fits well, it feels right. And it's um, it's an emotional song. So there's not a lot of like logical reasoning <laughs> behind <laughs> why it's great. Um, But Jen, I think we uh, I mean, we we can move on. But first, we have to address the fact that uh, there isn't counting so much in the song which again it, to, to throw your own words back in your face you will love any song that includes counting um is love it or is, or is it hating did i love it or no hate it? no i, I mean it? It, that's that's how we get you on board with the song is with yeah, counting i guess that's true maybe love is the, too strong this is the fibonacci sequence not a numerical or not a linear it's still linear it's just not uh integers yeah, what is it called? <laughs> oh, when you just count. <laughs> what is, isn't there a Weezer song with a 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that one I hate. <laughs> All right. Well, so then, uh, so uh, how, how does the counting, counting, the Fibonacci counting in this, how, does, do you like that? Does it mean it is a song that you like or a song that you hate? It's a song that I like, but honestly, the numbers come at the end, so it's not like an integral part of my. I mean, is an integer part of, of my life. Holy <laughs> shit! Holy shit! 
Jen Clardrock coming in, landing the plane. I love it. I'm sorry. I apologize to literally everyone. Uh, and so there's also uh, hold on. I want to get. I I close the the lyrics here. There's something in here about like um like call out to me or like reach out to me. Um, tell, just call on me and tell me what you need. Yeah, which feels like it is at odds with um both uh playing my piano, which we're about to get to, and um the song that oh uh grapes of wrath with the like I just don't care, I just don't care. Yeah. Um, and you know, again, I think this is part of like the good hypocrisy of the record of like you want to be there and open and emotional and available for your friends during this horrible time where none of us can leave our houses. Um. But you also don't have the emotional bandwidth. You right. Think no you one have. has the yeah. capacity to be there in the way that everyone needs them there. <laughs> right. We all need a ton of support, a ton <laughs> of emotional support, and no one has enough emotional energy to give it. Mm, correct. Feels great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should we get into playing my piano? I think we should. My wife is upstairs. My kids are upstairs, and I haven't washed my hair in three weeks. I should get back to these Zoom interviews, but I get so absorbed and time flies. I just can't let go when I'm playing my piano. one for me because i honestly every time i listen to it i i'm like oh i don't like this part and or i do like this part and then it flips like i don't know how i feel about it i it is just so separate the different parts of the song like it Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like one cohesive bit and i agree with you like there are moments when like this time just now when we listen to it i didn't like the beginning the my wife's upstairs my kids are upstairs like yeah. this, that slower piece, but I was like really digging the chorus. Yeah, um, well, and and and, and the, I, I think the, I always like the chorus. I think I do too. The slide into the chorus where it's like, um, uh, I like the the transition into it where like he starts to like slide into that minor key. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it feels so like dark and dramatic. Um, that the song almost feels like it should be from like 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 it's a musical theater piece almost. Yeah, kind of. I feel that it's yeah, it's definitely dramatic, and I think that I think that drama piece of things is like that first verse and the. I mean, I guess just the verses in general. It just feels like so overindulgent. <laughs> The verses are pretty self-indulgent, yes. And I, I don't know. Like, I, I just, it's not, 
I think I like them most of the time, but right now I'm feeling like a little boohoo, deal with it kind of way, which isn't fair. No, it's <laughs> because it's, it's true. Also, it's not. It's still a relatable feeling. This like I like everything is garbage, so I just need to get sucked into something that's going to capture my attention. And for him, it's playing the piano. For me, it's doing a puzzle. <laughs> we all have the things that we have to do to like step away for a minute. Yeah. Uh, by the way, let's let's talk about puzzles for a second because Sarah and I were doing a puzzle over Christmas, a one thousand piece puzzle. It was a Star Wars puzzle. Um, and it was taking us days to do this thing. Um, and I was sending you regular updates, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was texting it was you pictures. a cool puzzle. It was a very cool puzzle. I liked it a lot. Um, but then at, at some point you texted me that you were starting a puzzle with uh, your mom. And uh, then just like, I don't know, three hours later, you were like, here it is. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that fast. Bro, you lapped us. Like... <laughs> I, your, your puzzle looked harder than mine, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, I will admit that I'm pretty good at puzzles. You are very good at puzzles. <laughs> and that's, and part of why I'm very good at puzzles is that I, like, get in a zone and there's no breaking it. I have a hard time, yeah. like, going to sleep when I'm doing a puzzle. <laughs> yeah, you're pounding out the bass, singing out the tune. Yeah. 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 Um, there's also, I'm sorry if me... I made you feel insecure in your puzzling <laughs> abilities. <laughs> No, I mean, I, 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 I both felt inferior to your puzzling, to your puzzle abilities, which I know, I know is true. I know that you are better at puzzles than I am. You're better than me at lots of other things. Most other things. This is not. Setting up podcast recording, for example. I mean, we'll see. There's, there's like a 80% chance that, that we'll be able to put this together. I thought you said 90. I'm dropping it down. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, no, but uh, I was also uh, heartwarmed to see that uh, we were at the same time a country away experiencing like puzzle mania together. Yeah, that was that was very nice. Yeah. I liked it. It felt like Christmas, Jen. No, oh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got I gotta say uh, that that pounding out the bass uh, line um, is very true to my experience of playing um, piano, like especially back in college like in in a practice room where no one can hear anything um and you're just like slamming down on the left side of the keyboard uh with your fingers uh, spaced an octave apart and just like pounding out a bass line and feeling that vibration come back through the keys through your arms it's uh, there's nothing like it there's Aww. nothing like it jen i love that i was never good enough at piano to play anything fast enough to pound out bass but i'm glad that that's like a, it feels like it would be very cathartic and satisfying oh so satisfying and i'm glad he i'm glad rivers is getting something out of it too did you want uh, to talk about this kim jong-un would blow up my city i don't know i don't even know because <laughs> <laughs> that feels like an elephant in the room it is an elephant in the room but okay yeah let's let's talk about it um He's that's he's just listing things that he wouldn't notice. He is so engrossed in his uh, piano playing, and uh, he says Kim Jong could, uh, King Jong Un could blow up my city. I'd never know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that. What the fuck is the point of that? I, I think it's supposed to be like I don't know. It just that felt important. <laughs> Yeah, because I think like... the point of it is like I'm so absorbed in my thing, but like also, 
That's where specificity bit him in the butt. I uh, yeah, I agree. He's taking a lot of swings, and they're not all gonna hit. You know, this one I feel like does not. <laughs> also, it's it's funny because I like in my head I was like, let's see if we can pitch some other like uh, awful things that would happen to a city that he wouldn't know. And it's like no, I don't want get that imagery out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need a, a disaster. Um, I like sneaking into the song. I feel like one of the things about the pandemic is that you just don't think about North Korea anymore because there's so much other shit to deal with. And I want to keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so stop oh my God, making but... me deal with North Korea rivers. <laughs> uh, it's just been going unchecked for the last four years. Yep. <sighs> okay, let's let's get into a uh, mirror image. So that's just gonna do that part three times, twice. Um, uh, twice, and then uh, I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit, uh, and we'll play what I think is gonna be that little coda coming out at the end. Heaven can't save this man. Heaven can't help this man. Heaven turns his back on this man. Heaven shuts the door on this man. What do you make of that? What do, what do you make of that that coda? I don't I don't know. I don't know what to make of the coda. Well, what do you make of the song in general? The song in general feels very much like um it I mean, I think I said this before, but it feels like the Future Scope trilogy and songs from a black hole had a baby, kind of. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, which I think speaks a little bit to well. Hmm, never mind. No. What? What are you thinking? <sighs> I realized what I was going to say was factually incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they, they, like, they, I think the uh, sort of compelling connection between those two things is that they're both part of like sort of sci-fi uh imagery right yeah. like there's there's sort of an implication of uh i don't know something bigger something weirder happening um but i don't really know how to loop that in with the lyrics here right i and and the lyrics are are i think the thing that i want to like the coda more than i do because i don't love the I I don't love and this is stupid but I don't love the dissonance between the um like why not just say heaven can't save this man twice instead of saying heaven can't help this man once and once and like it it bugs me that it's not the same thing twice <laughs> I know that that's stupid but it well, does it's, it's 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 a progression right cuz like yeah. sa- saving is so absolute then uh, so uh, heaven can't save this man yeah. okay uh, can it can it at least like help him a little bit? Nah. No, it can't help him. Now it's turning its back on him. It's not even not helping. It is now like ignoring him, and then shuts the door is like cutting it off entirely. Um, and like yeah. so that 
that progression I think is uh neat um but I I don't know it it all feels so uh like I don't have have we earned this part this like little couplet here I don't think so I don't think I I think you're right I don't think it is earned this little bit it feels like <laughs> to be honest it feels like a texture that Rivers thought was really interesting and like didn't want to lose it from the album so he like tacked it on to the end because also the beginning of Mirror Image isn't long enough to be a whole song no it's true <laughs> I mean w- without the coda Mirror Image is like 30 seconds long right um I but I like the I like the I don't know. I think I think I like the overall little this little nugget that we have here. Mm-hmm. But the coda is not my favorite part of it. Um, I also think it's interesting th- that it happens halfway through, like almost exactly halfway through um, the album. But it is, also is this... doesn't feel like a turning point. No, it doesn't. So who who is the mirror image here? Is this is this a a family member? Is this a real person? What is she is my mirror image? Does he have a daughter? Mm. I don't know either. I don't I mean, know. I mean, I, if if he has a daughter, or if he's referring to his wife, like you know, there's uh, we are about to get screens after this, right? Which we. Um, sort of already identified as sort of the opposite perspective of Grapes of Wrath. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if like that's part of it too. Is like she is reflecting my experience back to me. Um, I, I, that he can see someone else going through the same thing. Yeah, maybe that sounds right. <laughs> I buy it. Hey, if it sounds right, then let's <laughs> let's roll with it. I buy it. Should we play a little bit of Scream? <laughs> Screens, before we even start it, uh, I want to say this one should just be guitars. It should just be a guitar song. Yeah. Here we go. thing for me go on i usually can forgive dumber lyrics on songs that i like yeah and i like the like i like i think you're right it should just be like the classic weezer for 100 percent. and i I'm but the, I, I just just like imagine that lyric dun, 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 dun. it'd be great in, in, 
It, it belongs in an electric guitar. Absolutely. Yeah. It would be great. And I think it would be like, it'd be a better song if it was just that. And I think the song like agnostic from the lyrics is great. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think this feels to me like one of the uh, phone it in songs <laughs> like rivers is just no, no pun intended. I'm sure. <laughs> Um, I just, it, it feels like nothing new and no new observations and no new information. And like, I don't know what I'm expecting, but it also, I don't know. It just feels like, it well, feels so like I, filler. I, I mostly agree with that, but I think the part of it that, uh, it seems like it's close. And I think that makes it more disappointing because the, uh, the pre-chorus, like uh, the everyone stares at the screens, I, I think is absolutely stupid. Like, yes, lyri- lyrically, like it's it's garbage. Yeah. But the lead up to that, uh, now the real world is dying because everyone moves into the cloud. Um, like that's evocative enough. Yeah. Of uh, the normal like sort of Weezer stuff that we were like, you know, is is uh is the internet also God? Is the internet also heaven? Um. You know, all that's normal sort of like Weezer stuff that we were celebrating on like the White Album mm-hmm. um, that like it's so it's so close to saying something. And then it's just like everyone stares at the screens. Yeah. I also don't think the content of the verses is very good either. Uh, it just, yeah, I'll it, agree. It, like, I agree with you that I think there's like something close in that chorus, but I just think holistically the lyrics are stupid in the song <laughs> which is Although a bummer the... because i do like yeah. the song like i like the music <laughs> um, um the uh the young girl lying flat on her bed streaming images to her head does lend credence to your uh maybe he has a daughter theory and let's not look it up <laughs> <laughs> not gonna look it up i don't want to know for sure yeah um yeah i don't know i mean i I wish I liked this one more. And I wish that wasn't like everyone stares at the screens was not that what it was in the song. Um, have we talked yet? I don't think we have about how Jake Sinclair produced this album. I'm sorry. You have to tell me who that is. The guy who produced the white album. Okay. No, we have not talked about that. Okay. Considering you didn't know who he was. I, <laughs> I figured that out in the context of the conversation. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Um, yeah, he produced this album, which I think is, I have a lot, after what he did with the White Album, I have a lot of respect for that guy. Um, and I think, like, I, I think, per our conversation earlier, I had given up on liking anything Weezer was ever going to do again. I think, right. like, I need them to be together. <laughs> I need I need him to be the person who's telling Rivers what to do and not Rivers telling himself what to do with someone who won't stand up to him. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, but, I mean, this. I feel like this could have used even a, a different voice to be like, hey, you know what? We don't need – this one doesn't need to be in the orchestral style. Yeah. Like – um. Yeah, I think yeah, that's it, right. It, it feels very, like, stapled on to this concert. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I think that's one of the downfalls of Weezer in general is that they like to commit to these like 
full concept albums and don't understand that not every album they put out needs to be the same. Like, it doesn't have to have that thread weaving through every single song. And in fact, that makes the the moments where there are threads connecting that much more meaningful. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, this... And honestly, it, that's something they should have learned after Green. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because Green Green suffers from the same thing, right? The mm-hmm. same like sonic slush where you're like this whole album sounds like one song. Yep. Um, and if this if this was the only song in here that had like guitars and like uh you know uh, a, a drum machine and whatever, um, that like that could also be like an interesting pivot point for the record, yeah. or uh you know because it's connected to the screens and people like losing themselves at the cloud, like. If there's ever a place to introduce technology to this record, it's here, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't happen. Yeah. <sighs> Shall we move on? Let's move on to <laughs> Bird with a Broken Wing. The longest uh, song on the album. The longest song and probably, like, the kind of slowest, saddest one. Um, but this, is, this one feels very uh, uh, the, uh, high, high as a kite to me. Um, let's yeah. listen to Bird with a Broken Wing. Flying in the air, looking at the sea below. I was hunting krill, diving down in a flash that scooped them up, thrashing in my mandible. It was such a this song i do too i think something that i struggled with when listening to this album as a whole is that this gets into that section where the sameness feels real like i don't know that i could tell you the real difference between bird with a broken ring dead roses and everything happens for a reason and sure but which like is a bummer because when we were listening to it just now and i was like looking at the lyrics with it i was like this is good but yeah. because it it falls in that it like it falls on this album where the middle just blends together, I'm not that this is that's the first time that I've been like, yeah, I really like this, and not just like, yeah, this is good in in the context of the all the other things, yeah, and I think this is uh one where the orchestral texture like pays off yeah that uh that string like that arpeggio is really nice, yeah. And wouldn't be the same if it was in a piano or a guitar or something. Yeah, agreed. Um, how do you feel? I, I go back and forth on this. How do you feel about the sort of like literalness of the lyrics of like, 
a- actually he's singing about being a bird with a broken wing and like is there a metaphor here like maybe but also maybe <laughs> maybe not i don't think metaphor is something that he's great at when he's <laughs> i don't know but i i i don't know it doesn't bother me it's simple and i think yeah. overcomplicating things is something that comes very naturally <laughs> to river songwriting and i'm i'm good with the simplicity of it yeah yeah i i i agree with that uh completely um let's move on to uh dead roses and then we can maybe talk a little bit more about uh how things are blending together um at, at this point in the record gotta turn the volume everybody in here Turn the key and step into the blackness. Lamplight falls and casts a laughing phantom. I imagine your smile, the life that we could share. With the last of my steps, I see the truth lying there. Dead roses at the bottom of an oubliette Where they beat you till you beg to live You were mine and you were always mine Now I'm crying over dead roses I could never let them go Weird moody one. Super moody. (laughs) I'm just having some realizations here that I think the better way for me to listen to this as an album would be to shuffle it. Oh, just just shuffle it entirely? Or do you have a specific sequence in mind? No, like not a specific sequence. I just think it needs like, I think the blending together of the songs is a real downfall on this one. Mm-hmm. Because, like, yes, I've heard this song before several times because I've listened through the album several times. But, like, I feel like not the exact, I think Bird with a Broken Wing is a better song. But when you, we were, you were playing it, I was like, yeah, I like this. This is specific and its own thing. Yeah, I mean, there's, I can't, I, I've been going through my phone trying to figure out what there, there is a previous Weezer song that I this feels evocative of to me, um, and I can't tell if like maybe it feels a little bit like jacked up on the White Album or something later in Pacific Daydream or Black. I'm feeling like it's something on in on like the B side of uh, Red. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but I don't have any more information on that. <laughs> Yeah, like the uh, the spider. Uh, there's a spider in in the drain, and I don't want to kill him or whatever it is. You remember the song? <laughs> that could be several songs. <laughs> <laughs> it is slow and mopey. I tell yes. you what. Yes, it is very slow and mopey. Um. Yeah. So I don't. I. I don't have a lot of use for this. Dead roses. Yeah. Um. Shall we play the first or uh, the the entirety of everything happens for a reason because it's twenty four <laughs> seconds. Twenty four seconds long. Yes. And then it just goes right into Here Comes the Rain, so we'll listen to both. Here 
what do you think the odds are that he actually looks like the Morton Salt girl because of his umbrella? What I do mean, you think the odds are? His hair is pretty long right now. <laughs> Probably pretty low. Pretty low odds. It's a it's a pretty silly lyric. Jen, yeah. I gotta say, that's a silly lyric. It's a silly lyric. It is very much a silly lyric. How do you feel about Here Comes the Rain? Uh, I like it a lot. It's so boppy. <laughs> It's yes, it's so boppy. I don't know if I would say that it is a bop, but it no, is No, it is boppy. <laughs> yes. Um, here's a question for you. Do you yes. think the rain is the vaccine? <laughs> I don't well, so here's a just a strange little um function of when this record came out and where I live. Um, you know, Los Angeles is a very dry place. Uh we've been experiencing many dry years. Um, but this weekend it was rainy. So as I was listening to this album for the first time, uh, indeed, here comes the rain was, it was just true. That's <laughs> like, fun. Um, and a true and notable, right? That is like, oh my God, it actually is, it is raining. Um, <laughs> but is the rain the vaccine coming to wash all your, tr- all your troubles away? Yeah. Hey, maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's compelling. I like that. <laughs> it just feels like. It, this is where the the bell curve like really picks back up for me. <laughs> yeah, where where it starts to feel good again. Well, and this is where it feels like like what I was talking about at the beginning. Like this is not a slow sad song. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, this is this is even where the strings take on the sort of like disco quality, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like rhythmic and it's like yeah, the strings are like helping us party um, instead of like the strings are bringing us yeah. bringing us down, man. <laughs> It's like a funeral dirge. <laughs> yeah. Less, it's like dead roses. And maybe that's why they put everything happens for a reason in there. It's because you, you really can't space. go from dead roses to here comes the rain in any sort of smooth fashion. I mean, I, I understand it would mean uh, making the album like 25 minutes long, but I say <laughs> cut dead roses and everything happens for a reason. Yeah, agreed. Go right from bird to rain. I'm good with that. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, I, so I, I, well, I like the, the, the way the strings are deployed here. I think it almost does a disservice to the whole arrangement that this song is on this record. Like if you were listening to a regular Weezer record and it suddenly had these strings on it, you'd be like, fuck yes. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Um, not a bop, but certainly boppy. 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 Um, Jen, are you ready to listen to the final song on the record? Uh-huh. La Brea, Tar Pits. I was jumping the jungles, there was nothing to find. No master dancer there.
I like that chorus a lot. Mm-hmm. I like this song a lot. This is up there. I don't know, top two songs on this album for me. I really like mm-hmm. this one. It's just yeah, like so. I don't know. It's so jazzy. <laughs> it is jazzy. It's got that sort of like ethereal, like that the piano there at the end of the chorus with that. Um, this is another one where it's just like, uh, here is a uh, imaginary scenario, just like uh, the bird with a broken wing, where he's just like, he's a caveman uh, trying to hunt and gather um, and recognizes that there is like struggle in hunting and gathering. But then like, if you live long enough, you're just going to choke on a bone and, and yeah. die anyway. <laughs> like there's there's something very fatalistic um, and, you know, the the idea of the La, La Brea Tar Pits uh, like feeding into that of like, here is all of this uh, sort of death um, turned into like a monument or like a, an attraction. I don't know. There, there's there's something I can't quite put my finger on what's poetic about it, but I like it. Yeah, I think you're right. I I hadn't thought about it through that lens of like the spectacle of the death, <laughs> like the spectacle of previous death. Um, but that's I think that's super interesting. And I think like the context, this is one of the songs that, I think really benefits from the context of the pandemic because yeah. um, it just feels very much like, like you don't want to die. There's still so much to like, we, you don't want to die, but also you still have to live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like a lot of the things that we struggle with now and it's, you know, not everyone is on a, a continuum of, of struggling, of course, but like the, the things that we had taken for granted previously of like, it is easy to get whatever kind of food. It is easy to get toilet paper. Like all, all of these yeah. things that like at various times during this pandemic have suddenly become difficult or where you're like, wait a minute, do we need to go into survival? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There are multiple times where we're all like, okay, hold on a second. Are we all becoming nomads? And like, is society crumbling? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. A um, thousand and, percent. Yes. Yeah. And like, and how, uh, it's this thought of like, yes, we all need to, we, we all need to figure out what our basic human needs are. Every, mm-hmm. like, yes, we have the same like core, like shelter, food, those things, like we need yeah. those. But also I think every individual ha- has had to find out their basic human needs in general. Like yeah. uh, speaking again, as an extroverted person, the pandemic has been hell. <laughs> Yeah. But I've also I've learned what the bare minimum I can get by on is. <laughs> <laughs> um, because the answer for like the answer is that it's not I'm I wouldn't consider it living what I've done over the past year, but I haven't died, so here we are. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that's that's one hundred percent. That's what the song is talking about. It's that's like, what the song is and the whole record too. Uh-huh. It's the, the the balance of like um how do we how do we survive like physically mm-hmm. um but also how do we uh like mentally survive like that they they're both like the album is all of those things together yeah. um and so it therefore is like a cohesive thematic unit that like we don't get too much of yeah and i i think it's i mean yeah <laughs> i thought i had something else to say and then i didn't all right jen let's get to maybe our final thoughts here about the record um, do you like it? Are you a Weezer fan again? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I was ever not a Weezer fan. Are you fan. a fan again? <laughs> I am literally in the fan club. <laughs> That's true. I am not. I am not in the fan club. Well, you don't have a t-shirt. Uh, 
Um, I, I, I do. I like this album. I think I want to spend more time with it because I think my feelings about it are going to evolve more over mm-hmm. time. Um, which, like, again, it was me in my brain saying, like, I want to talk to Patrick about this album, but I don't want to, like, let's record it <laughs> so, that we, <laughs> so that we haven't. Um, but I definitely want to sit with it a little bit longer and see if things change for me, because I think they will a little. Like, I think I'll start liking some things a lot more and liking some things less. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I overall, I feel much more positively about this than I have about anything since white. Yeah. Well, and there's also like the, the, I, I echo everything that, that you just said. It, it is an insane exercise to uh, try to have a critical conversation about an album after two days of listening to it. But I love that we're trying. <laughs> yeah. And I think we've done uh, worse in the past. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, Yeah. It's fine. We're doing great. Um, we we want. I wanted to do this for mm-hmm. fun and for friendship. For fun and friendship, uh, but also like I think it it helps both of us process the album, right? Yeah, I know. I like hearing what you think about things because sometimes that colors how I think about things. <laughs> Same. I I like hearing what you have to say about stuff too. It's it's a. Uh, I mean, m- maybe I just don't have enough conversation, like actual slow, long conversations with other people about music. Um, yeah, I don't have that, like any. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, can you imagine though, like any other friend being like, "Hey, come over so we can talk about this one album for two hours"? <laughs> no, it's out of control. <laughs> and I don't know what other out. Al- like, I don't listen as closely to albums that aren't Weezer. <laughs> I mean, I do like sometimes. You know, yeah. you find one, and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" Uh, but in general, <laughs> no, cannot imagine. <laughs> Um, oh, but I, the the point I was driving at uh, is I, I don't think we've ever had a Weezer album that feels so right for the time it, in which it was released. Yeah, I think um, that's e- completely accurate. Even something like Pinkerton feels like it's uh, just missing like the the wave of that sort of uh, sentiment in in the culture, right? Yeah, um, and it's also like uh, I I think the there's a certain lens you have to look at it through though, where like Pinkerton was a personal struggle and personal challenge versus this is, yes, it's still a personal struggle and a personal challenge communicated through an album, but because we're in this like crazy time, it's also a collective and relatable challenge and struggle. So like to your point, it is very of the time, but Mm -hmm. I think like Pinkerton was of the time for Weezer when they put it out. Sure. (laughs) But this is of the time for all of us right now because we're all dealing with this bullshit. It is uh, personal and global at the same time. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say, but in like four words instead of 30. <laughs> hey, man, I love 30 <laughs> words. I love using 30 <laughs> words. That's so good. Ugh, all right, Jen, I, I think that's it. I think we've covered uh, OK Human. Um, how does it compare to OK Computer as far as you're concerned? Um, wait. What? <laughs> okay, computer. The name okay, is obviously Google. a reference. It has to be OK Google, right? No, it's it's got to oh, be a what reference. What is OK to o- Computer? OK Computer is a Radiohead record. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we don't have time for this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know things. I always thought it was a reference to OK Google. Mm. 
I think it's OK Computer because it's spelled like right. OK Computer. <laughs> You're probably right. I probably am just uninformed. All right, as Jen, per usual. As usual, <laughs> let's do a ho- another horribly out of sync. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of My, My Name, Name is, is Weezer. Weezer. At least it's supposed to be out of sync. That's true. <laughs>this podcast has been described as fully improvised, played by some of the best comedians on the planet Earth. Hey, that's pretty good. That's I Will Write Your Book on Campfire Media. Campfire.